for the love of goats. We are talking about everything goat. Whether you're a goat owner, a breeder, or just a fan of these wonderful creatures, we've got you covered. And now, here's Deborah Neiman. Everyone and welcome to today's episode. This is going to be really different because rather than focusing on goats, what we're going to be focusing on is businesses that involve goats. It's really for those of you who have businesses, you know, whether it's like selling goat milk soap or cheese, or you've got an agritourism business on your farm, you've got goat landscaping, whatever you're doing. We're going to be talking about how you can use email to grow your business and stay in touch with your customers and to do it in a way that's not boring. So Liz Wilcox is joining us today, and her expertise is in sending emails. Welcome to the show, Liz. Thank you so much. I have a feeling this is going to be my favorite episode of all time, because like, who wouldn't want to help goat farmers you know, grow their business. I'm so excited. And as Deborah was talking, I realized like, we're going to be talking about email. And in my mind, email marketing is the goat of marketing. It is the greatest of all time. It beats out Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google ads, YouTube. It really truly is the goat of marketing. And I think maybe that's the title for the episode. So I'm really excited. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So you have a great segue there. Can you explain to people why you feel like email is better than social media? Because everybody thinks, oh, I got to have a social media page and be on all the platforms. And so why is email better than all those? Yeah. So especially specifically in this industry, sure, like social media is much simpler for you than it is for me. You can, you know, put up pictures of your goats and your soaps. And we were just talking about goat landscaping. And yeah, I started Googling it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm in immediately. This is a yes for me. So social media, of course, can be fun and easy to make interesting, but it's much harder to serve your people through social media. It's much harder to reach them. With social media, whether we're talking Facebook, Instagram, whatever new thing comes out in the next couple of years, you are there to serve an algorithm. The algorithm, I know that's like a dirty word, right? It's like synonymous with big brother now, right? But the algorithm spits things out to you and me, right? It, it says, oh, Deborah keeps clicking on these things. I'm going to try to show her more of this. And yeah, sure, she was interested in X, you know, a few months ago, but now she's clicking on Y. We're going to just kind of fade away X. So they're making those decisions for you. With email marketing, it is very consent-based. Therefore, you can see a much higher return. It is Deborah opting into Liz, Liz opting into Trenton, whoever. I say, yes, I want these emails. I am unequivocally like interested in this. I want to see this. And the way that email is, it's actually decentralized so that there is no algorithm saying, let's put more of these types of emails at the top. It's just date-based, right? You know, if you send it at 8 a.m., if I send at 9 a.m., I'm going on top of Deborah, right? <laughs> there is, of course, the junk, you know, spam folder and the inbox. Maybe you have an other or a promotions tab, but for the most part, it's very decentralized. You get to decide what you open, the algorithm doesn't, you know, mindlessly feed you things. So that actually makes it better. It makes it so that we 
can curate our inbox to what we like. We're going to find those emails quicker for what we're interested in. And with email marketing, for every dollar you spend, say your service provider, you know, where you host the emails, where you send things, you know, you're spending 30 bucks a month, right? For every dollar you spend, when you do email right, you can expect up to 40, 42, $45 in return. Of course, you know, there's that asterisk when you do it properly, right? But that's hopefully what I can help you do today. Yeah, I have a friend who has an online business and I keep telling her she needs to email people more often because she does it very sporadically. And she's like, I don't want to spam people. And my response is, then don't spam people. (laughs) So many people, and I have not been able to get this through to her, but so many people think that your email list and even your Facebook page or your TikTok or whatever is just like this giant billboard or giant megaphone where you're going, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And all they ever do is send out like, I'm selling this and this is the price. And even if they're going to a farmer's market, they're saying, we're going to be at the farmer's market today. And this is a list of what we're going to have for sale. And that's all they ever send people for their email. And I love you think so far outside the box. What are some of the things that people can do other than spam people with all the stuff they're selling? Yeah, we don't want to spam people. That's let me back it up before saying, you know, what you can actually put. And I want to teach you my email staircase. So it's just three very simple things. First, you have a follower, right? You find somebody online or in person, whatever, get them on your email list, and then you can turn them into a friend. Now, I'm not talking about this best friend that you, you know, spill all your dirty secrets to, and they know your mama, and they know what your uncle was doing in high school, and all of this, right? But a friend that, you know, you have a mutual interest, right? You make goat soaps, and they love goat soaps. You know, you have a farm, they love visiting farms, something like that, that mutual interest, that kind of friendship that, you know, you are just keeping up with them. I'm reminded of, so I drink Mountain Dew. So I go to the gas station every day. And my favorite gas station to go to is the one where the cashier feels like a friend, right? Feels like someone I know. I mean, I don't actually really know her. We're not going to dinner the same way most of your subscribers you might not actually know, but it feels like a friendship, right? Even this morning, I went and my, you know, cashier friend, she said, Oh, Liz, I know every time you come in here, I compliment you, but I just noticed what kind of truck you drive. I love your truck. I have an 89 Bronco. So I get that a lot. But I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. And that was another layer to our everyday sort of morning friendship, right? So that's how I want you to think of email. Every time you email them, you know, you're just making that other connection. One of the things I didn't mention as far as, you know, why email is the goat of marketing is because email is a much more intimate channel. Again, social media is just feeding us things where we, you know, hopefully mindlessly scroll and we stay on social media, right? The longer we're on social media, the more money they make, right? With email, we can make real connections. It's a more intimate thing. There's no algorithm in there. We are reading only the emails we want to read, right? The rest either go unread, marked spam, or delete, right? And so we're actually spending time looking through our emails. The same way when we go to the mailbox, oh, that's garbage. Oh, 
that person moved three years ago. Oh my gosh, Deborah sent me something. I wonder what it is, right? That kind of connection. We do the exact same in email, whether it's our favorite Etsy shop. Oh, they've got a sale or, you know, it's Liz Wilcox. Oh, I wonder what her tip is this week, right? That's the kind of friendship we want to make. So we've got that follower. Second step, turn them into a friend. And then last, once you have a list full of friends, a list of those connections, you can turn them into customers very simply. You can say, hey, I've got this sale going on. I've got three more spots for, you know, I don't know if you do baby goat yoga or maybe you have, you know, at the time of this recording, we're recording in October. I'm thinking maybe you do photo shoots on the farm with your goats. You know, maybe you've got a few spots open up instead of, you know, just posting on Facebook, and we don't know, maybe it shows to 1% of our audience, we can send that out to our email list, the people that are our friends or, you know, are friendly with us in the inbox are going to open that up, they're going to see it, they're going to book or tell their friend, oh my gosh, I did this last year, you've got to check it out, right? And so, you know, email staircase, follower, friend, customer, Now, I know Deborah asked a question that I haven't answered yet, (laughs) and it was, you know, what goes into those emails? What can we actually say? And I just want to share three things with you, and then, of course, I'll promise to answer the question. So with a friendship, you have to do three things. This is the same in person and in email. And this, I promise, leads really well into, you know, what the heck to put in these emails. So in your emails, you want to show that you are invested in the email list. You know, oh, I just spent three hours, you know, changing to fall decorations on the farm. I just spent an hour, you know, shipping out my goat soaps. I just got off the call with so-and-so. Show that you're a business. Show that you are invested in the business. Even if these are people that just have a weird obsession with goats like you and you love them for it, right? You have to show that you are invested. They do want to see that. The more they see that you are invested in your business and in your email list, the more likely they are to invest into you. If you're one of these businesses that actually people have to come to your farm, come to your property, then you definitely need to show that you are invested in the property, in them, for them to, you know, get their boots on, rally the kids in the car and drive out to your, you know, property, right? You have to show you are invested first. Number two, share in a relatable way. Spoiler alert, this is the simplest one of the three I'm going to share with you. People want to relate to other people. Even if I don't have a goat, if you share a silly story about, you know, having to chase one of the babies back into the gate, I'm going to be able to picture that. I'm going to think back to the fifth grade when I went out to the farm and I saw a baby goat for the first time or whatever, right? It's actually very simple to relate to other people. And then number three, stay top of mind. Deborah mentioned her friend that's very sporadic. And I get it. Email feels emotional. I just said it was an intimate channel. So I get that it feels heavy. But staying top of mind and staying consistent is really important. This doesn't mean that you have to email every single week, especially with a unique business that you have. Even once a month, is probably enough for them to remember you, for them to stay engaged, et cetera, et cetera. So all that to say, what are some simple things that you can actually put in these emails? Again, remember, we're 
trying to show that we're invested, we want to be relatable, and we want to stay top of mind. So this is actually pretty simple. In your newsletters, you can just share a personal update. That's where you share that you're invested or that, you know, something relatable. And this is just something that's happening around your business or in your life that has happened since the last time you emailed. So maybe it's that, you know, story about chasing the goat. Maybe it's you just had your biggest month ever. Maybe it's, well, I had to take two months off because some family issues. You know, whatever is actually happening, you don't need to tell a big long story, you know, get out your 10th grade English teacher in the background, you know, trying to write this five paragraph essay, right? It can be very simple, two to three sentences. And then you can segue into whatever content that you want to share, whether it's, hey, I just got on Instagram and I'm making reels, or I actually have this YouTube channel now, or I just revamped my website, go check out the new selection of soaps. That works so much easier when you remember to share in a relatable way, stay top of mind and show that you're invested. And you can do that in so many ways. And then you can segue into all those things Deborah listed. Those are not bad things to share in an email. It's called email marketing. People know that email is a commerce kind of thing. You know, they get their bills in there. You know, it's a mailbox, right? So it's totally fine to market in it. But as long as you just add that top layer, right, if somebody comes into your shop, you don't immediately say, oh, check out my new soap and, oh, we've got 20% off in the back. No, you say, hey, how you doing? I like your boots. Uh, Where did you guys come in from today? Have you been here before? And then you say, oh, yeah, I actually, you know, I spent the last couple of weeks making these pumpkin spice, whatever, whatever. Hopefully you can check them out. They're 10% off right now, right? It's a conversation. So just be a human emailing another human and, you know, the ideas are endless. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that you didn't go right to answering the question because talking about becoming a friend, it just makes so much sense. And I think it makes it really clear to people. Like if your friend came over, you wouldn't immediately start telling them about all the things you have for sale. Like, you know, the example you give of somebody walking into a shop that you try to develop a rapport with them first and get to know them a little bit before you try to sell to them. And that's the thing with email. I tell people like, especially with Facebook and stuff that if you think this is like your free billboard or your free sale flyer, people are going to start to do with your Facebook page or your email like they do with those sale flyers they get in the mail. Trash. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh You know, like if they know like, oh, she's selling something again and like you're never, never telling them anything else. So like that's really the key. Like, yeah, of course you can market through it. But the most important thing is to develop a relationship with your audience. Yeah. So we have to use the online world the way that it's supposed to be used. So the way that I use Instagram is not the same way I use Facebook. It's not the same way I use email. So with email, like it's literally electronic mail. So think of it like writing an actual letter, right? Think about back in the day, elementary school, you would have to read those old letters of the Oregon Trail and all of this, right? Right. 
And so, you know, it would give some updates and then please send food. <laughs> you know, that was the call to action, right? So in email, you know, give an update and then segue into that content, that marketing, give a call to action and then get out of there. With Instagram, now they're trying to become like a TikTok. So they want you to make videos. It's not even much about the interaction anymore. On Facebook, it's much more conversational. They want you to like, comment, share, right? It's right there on the bottom of every single post. They show you a feed. It's different than Instagram now where they have stories on top. Facebook is still very feed-based. They want you to scroll. They want you to click those buttons, have conversations in groups, etc. With email, again, it's still mail. They want you to write things people want to read. Yeah, exactly. In your email marketing membership, which is like a really cool program, because you send out an email every Monday that gives people like a template for the week that they can use to send out an email. And it's kind of funny because I got this one, I think it was like the end of June, early July, basically the year was about half over. And it was like, just send an email to your people, letting them know that you understand whatever struggle they might be going through right now. That's it. And I was like, oh man, that sounds like I'm wasting people's time because I always want my emails to be very actionable. You know, it's like, if you want to know how to deal with your goat's diarrhea or bloat, like I'm always trying to help people with a problem. And it never occurred to me to like, just be friendly and say, Hey, I know it's really rough right now. And it is for people who have goats like or a farm. The middle of the summer is like a horrible time of year because you had all these big plans and here you are in the middle of summer and you're like, oh my gosh, it's not getting done. So it was really easy for me to actually write that email because I thought, okay, well, I'm paying for this email marketing membership. I'm just going to try this. Maybe she knows what she's talking about. (laughs) And so I sent this email that, you know, said, you know, if you are feeling discouraged right now, I totally know how you feel because I am too. I know it might look like I'm getting all the things done, but I'm not. So don't feel bad if you're not getting all the things done right now. Give yourself some grace. And I got more responses to that email than probably any email I have ever written. And most of them were like, thank you so much. I really needed to hear this today. And I was just like, Wow. Like, oh, it just gave me like goosebumps, even like recalling that again. It was just so cool because I was like really worried, like, oh, I'm going to be wasting their time. And like, so many people told me like, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Just be a human being. And like, if you go to your inbox right now, if you pull up your Gmail app or Outlook or whatever, you probably have thousands of unread emails. Most of us do, right? That's because most people aren't being human in the inbox. They're leaning more on the marketing than the word email, right? Of email marketing. If you can lean a little bit more into like, I'm sending an email to someone who I hope to connect with, right? I hope that I can say like, hey, I know, you know, summer is rough. You're halfway through the year and, you know, you are not even halfway through with one of your projects that you had to do. Notice how that would just stand out to you, like as a user. Now, imagine if you do that in your business too. Oh, 
It's magic. That's one of the reasons I love email is I can make real connections. You know, I met Deborah. This is our second or third time meeting. And I remember the first time I was like, oh my gosh, goats, I'm in. I love this. And I just couldn't believe that like through email, I was able to meet this amazing person who helps people build businesses around goats, like never in my wildest dreams, right? (laughs) And I started off as an RV travel blogger. And one of my very first subscribers, I'll never forget him. And when I sold that business, he said, oh, Liz, if I ever buy my RV, you'll be the first to know. And it was something like a year later, he texts me on my phone a picture of an RV and it, you know, I didn't have the phone number saved, nothing. He didn't say who it was from, but I knew exactly who it was. And that's what I mean by, you know, follower, friend, customer. When you can have that list full of people that know, Hey, this person cares about what I'm trying to do, then it just makes a world of difference in not only those connections, but in your sales as well. Yeah. One of the things I think is really cool about your newsletter you send out every week is that you give examples from things that I would have had trouble coming up with ideas for emails on, like, because you always give different versions of the same letter. And one time it was a plumber and I was like, wow, she's got like a fun email that a plumber could send to his list. Yeah. So Deborah's mentioning my email marketing membership, hashtag SEO, if you know anything about that. And I actually do have a plumber in the membership. I have a plumber, a podiatrist, you know, goat farmer, just lots of different folks. You know, it's not just the typical course creator, online business type of person, because I know when I learned the power of email marketing, I literally thought to myself, oh my gosh, everyone needs this. And so I really try with my template membership to show just how any kind of business, any kind of person, whether you know you are an extrovert, introvert, email scares the crap out of you, it doesn't bother you, whatever. I've really tried to make the templates so that everyone can use them. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've really learned from, like I get email now from other companies and I'm like, wow, they could just do such a better job. Correct. (laughs) I I tend to agree with Deborah on that. Like I recently got on the email list for um, a lady's clothing store and every single day they're sending out the same sale email. And I'm like, you know, I, I actually have some questions about like style and stuff. Like why do you never include any information even about style or fashion or fit or, you know, anything like that. It's just basically like a sale flyer every single day. And whenever I get on these lists, I usually unsubscribe after a couple of weeks when I see like, yeah, all you're ever going to do is send me a sale flyer. And I don't need that many clothes. I am not going to be buying clothes from you every week. So I think that's one of the things that we can all learn, you know, like, People are not necessarily going to be buying your product, especially like if it's goat landscaping, like they might need to have you come out to their property once a year or twice a year to clean things up. And in the meantime, you need to send them some other emails to kind of stay top of mind and also to help them understand that you understand their situation and their needs and how you can fulfill those needs. 
Yeah, that's such a good point. So let's say we've got 100 people on our email list. 100 people every single week or every single month don't need your product. You know, some might be, you know, wealthy enough to buy it anyway, but most people are going to buy, you know, on occasion or, you know, around Christmas or, you know, when they stock up, whatever, right? But staying top of mind and showing that you're invested over a long period of time is going to max out your number of subscribers. So it's not about building this email list full of, you know, a thousand, two thousand people. It's about making sure that each one of those hundred are served when they need to be served, right? And so that's why I say, you know, give this some kind of personal update and then you can segue into, you know, the content, whatever you want to market. Because let's say, you know, you send out the same email to Liz and Deborah. Well, Liz might want it this week, but Deborah's not ready for four more weeks. So making sure you send out that email again, you know, in two weeks, four weeks, whatever. Oh yeah, I remember the goat soap lady. Oh, now's the week. You know, it happens to be payday. You know, I said I was going to treat myself because of X, Y, Z last week. Okay, I'm going to get the soap. I really wanted it, right? They say it takes an average of what, like seven times for somebody to see something for them to say yes to it. So that's why staying consistent, staying top of mind is so important, right? I might be interested in the landscaping, but it's like, oh, my property really doesn't need it. And then six months later, a big storm comes through and it's like, oh, maybe my property really did need that. (laughs) I'm going to call that lady. And then, you know, we look through the emails, right? If you've stayed top of mind, those emails are going to pop up right away. Or you might pop up next week because you've got a new email. Boom, we're off to the races, right? But if you don't give email that chance, if you don't make those connections, if you're not putting you and your business out there consistently, then those connections aren't going to be made. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. So instead of like just sending emails every week saying our goat milk soap costs this much or our cheese costs this much, what are some of the things that people can put in just their regular emails? Yeah, with people that have goats, I want to see your goats. (laughs) That's super simple. If you've got more than one goat, you could even have a goat of the month. Enter your email to be part of the goat of the month club, right? And just have an image of each goat or, you know, you could even, I'm picturing if you only had one or two, you know, you could dress them for the holidays, you know, Halloween's coming up at the time of this recording. We could have them, you know, around pumpkins, around, you know, a Christmas tree, uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, get fun with it. The more fun and lighthearted you can be in your emails, the more they're going to stand out, especially as, you know, a farmer. Most people don't live on a farm. Most people will never own a goat in their life. And so that kind of content is automatically better than anything Liz Wilcox is ever going to (laughs) write. You know, putting images like that. Again, remember about 20 minutes ago, I said, show that you are invested. And so, you know, even sharing images or stories or even just little updates about what's going on at the farm, what's going on with your animals. You know, you might have some barn cats around even sharing about that. That's a glimpse inside. That's why, you know, we get on our phones and we aimlessly scroll 
why Instagram is trying to be the new TikTok, right? Because we spend a lot of time consuming that type of content. So putting a simple picture or, you know, a very short story, you know, I'm talking a few sentences about an animal at your property is going to be so interesting for the mass, like vast majority of your folks, especially if they're on your email list who already know they're interested in that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, it's going to take you really far. Yeah, I'll never forget years ago, I was at a farming conference and a flower farmer there actually talked about how much people loved getting updated photos of her mums that she planted. <laughs> like she just, you know, she planted the seeds in the pots and like every week she would send an updated photo of how big they were now so that people could see like where the mums started that they were going to be buying in the fall. Which oh that my gosh. blew me away. Is, like, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. That is such genius marketing. When we think about how do we get people to buy, really the real question is how do we get people invested in this product, right? If she's selling mums, oh my gosh, showing them as seeds. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Whether or not she was doing this as a marketing thing or that was just naturally her personality from a marketing perspective, that's so genius. So, you know, if you make, again, soaps, sharing your process, even once a week, say, okay, you know, in the month of March, we're going to show you every step of the way of making this soap. You know, you spend four weeks with four steps, one email after the other over four weeks time. You bet your bottom dollar I'm buying that soap on week four because I just saw it made, right? I feel like I'm part of the process. You're sharing that with me makes me part of the process. Therefore, I am invested before you even ask me for a dollar. That's genius. That lady is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um, In March of 2020, like days before the lockdown, I was at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego and the closing keynote, there, there were like 3000 people there. And I don't think there was anybody in the audience that appreciated his story more than I did because he talked about how he had gone over to a friend's house and he noticed when he used her bathroom that she had some kind of soap in there he'd never seen before. And he asked her about it and she's like, oh yeah, that's goat milk soap that I buy at the farmer's market. And he's like, goat milk soap? And she starts telling him all about the farm and the goats and how cute the goats are. And just going on and on about the whole story behind the soap. You know, and he asked her how much she paid for it. And it was like 7 or $8 a bar. And he's like, uh, you know, you can get soap for less than a dollar at the grocery store. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, but and she starts telling him more about the goats and the milk that's in the soap and all this kind of stuff. So a lot of times people think like, who's going to pay like seven or eight dollars for a bar of my soap when they could buy a bar for less than a dollar. But it's not just something to get yourself clean. There's like a whole story behind it and a relationship and everything. Yeah, I love that part Deborah just said about that relationship. If what if we had an email list full of those people? Yeah, but it's goat milk soap. <laughs> I'm not paying a dollar. This is good stuff. And let me tell you about the lady that owns it or that makes it, right? She probably had stories about that person at the farmer's market she goes to once a month, right? Yeah. And so with email, even if you don't go to the farmer's market, you can elicit those same 
types of relationships with email where you can get that person that's like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, that's goat soap, da 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 right? You can have a whole, I don't know, the only word that's coming to me is like a whole army of those folks, you know, sharing your process. Remember, showing how invested you are in your business helps them become part of that process. And those people that feel part of this are going to invest back into it. Exactly. So I want to talk a little bit about your email marketing membership. It's really funny because I had an email list for like five years when I heard about your membership. And I don't know how or why I ended up buying other than the fact that I thought, well, it's only $9 a month. So that's like a really tiny investment if it's really not helpful. Because I had a hard time believing like I've been doing email for five years. I don't know that there's really going to be anything new here that's going to be helpful. And it has been. I'm still a member. I don't know. I think I'm getting close to a year now because there are things like just sending people an email and saying, hey, I totally understand where you're at right now. Don't beat yourself up if you haven't been meeting your goals so far. So there's a lot of really great stuff in there about that. Can you tell people a little bit more about the email marketing membership that you have? Yeah. So EMM is this, in my words, amazing template membership. (laughs) It's my favorite thing to do. It's pretty much all I do anymore. It's almost two years old. And every single week you get an email template to take and make your own for your business so that you are, you know, showing you're invested, sharing in a relatable way and staying top of mind. All this marketing stuff, if you're like, oh, but Liz, I'm not a marketer. I'm just a farmer. I'm just somebody who loves goats. Whatever little thing in the back of your head is saying, you know, as I'm talking, this is the solution to that. I actually created it because I found my email list was growing And I was, you know, talking about the email staircase I shared and this and that, but people weren't doing, right? And I thought, well, how can I just get these people to do what I'm saying? I said, well, I guess I'll just have to write it for you. So that's what this is. Every single week, all that marketing stuff Deborah and I have been talking about, I take those, I create a template for you. Uh, Like Deborah mentioned earlier, you know, I'm sharing also examples. So the template is like a fill in the blank type of situation. So if you're not comfortable with email writing right now, use the detailed template. You can copy and paste, fill in the blank, super simple. If you need more examples, if you think, there's no way this can work for me, my people don't care about this or whatever, I show you two A plus examples. They're called swipes where, you know, it's written in different businesses. So, you know, from a plumber's perspective, I think last week I wrote from a nun in a covenant. (laughs) And I actually have a nun in the membership. I wrote it for her and she wrote me. She said, oh my gosh, this was so perfect. I finally get it. And so, you know, depending on your business, there's all sorts of examples in there. I also like to write at least a couple times a month, e-commerce emails written from the perspective of e-commerce. So you can see like, okay, yeah, but I'm just trying to sell my soaps, Liz, right? You can see what I mean by that personal update, what I mean by, you know, goat of the month or whatever, right? And so it's really simple. But what I really think, especially for you listening, are the video walkthroughs. Those are really gold. If you don't know anything about marketing itself, email Facebook, whatever, if everything just feels like 
you're doing all the things and nothing's working, right? You're still mostly just working on referrals or barely scraping by. Every single week, I give you a video walkthrough of the template and it goes really deep into the explanation of why you would want to send this, how as a goat farmer, as, you know, this landscape artist, as whatever, you could use this template. If you, you know, get anxiety around email, here's really why you want to send this, right? Or if you don't like the way I said this, here's an alternate way. And so it's kind of like this mini marketing lesson every single week. And it actually breaks my heart that not everyone watches them because I feel like that's the real value of the membership is it really teaches you marketing. We like to think, you know, we grow out of being a toddler. Why? 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 But really nobody does anything without knowing why. And that video walkthrough really walks you through why this email is going to help you, you know, turn those email leads into actual friends, into customers. And it's nine bucks, baby. Try it out. (laughs) I know. I really felt like, okay, $9. That's a couple of coffees at Starbucks or something. You know, it's not that much. And it's one bar of soap. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It's one bar of soap. So, you know, it seemed like a no lose situation. You know, it's like, if it's not any good, I can always cancel it. And it's turned out to be really great. And I love what you just said about go to the month. I'm like, Everybody that's got a goat business could do a goat of the month in their emails, you know, like if you've got a landscaping business, you could talk about your goat of the month, or if you're doing cheese or soap or whatever, you know, talk about your milkers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As you're listening, if you decide to do a goat of the month, I give you full permission to find my email address and add me to your email list because I want to see that. Especially think about, she just said the landscaping. Can you imagine if you did that and then somebody hired you, they would know your goats when you got to the location and they would be so, oh my gosh, that's Johnny. He was my favorite. Or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of weird goat names, <laughs> but, you know, they would have their favorite goat. Mm-hmm. Do you think when that person goes to, you know, landscape their yard, they're not going to hire you? Come on. That's, oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We will definitely have links in the show notes. So if people want to sign up for the membership, but I'm sure I know people got a lot of great ideas today just from tuning in. I cannot wait to see what everyone does. And if you just want to check this out, if you're like, I don't know, you know, you can just go to LizWilcox.com. In the top right-hand corner, there's a hot pink button and you can get some free templates first. So if you've never had a proper welcome sequence, I walk you through that. And I actually give you all those emails already written, just like the templates I was talking about. You can take and make them your own. You get three newsletter examples. So if you want a sample of what Liz Wilcox and EMM has to offer, you'll get one to show you how to get people to click. You'll get another to show how to get people to reply to you. And the third, you'll get one to show you how to get people to buy directly from your newsletter. And if that's not enough, I also give you 52 subject lines completely for free because writing from scratch totally sucks. That's at LizWilcox.com in the top right-hand corner. You can't miss that hot pink button. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. I cannot wait to see what everybody does with email. And that's it for today's show. If you haven't already done so, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any episodes. 
To see show notes, you can always visit fortheloveofgoats.com. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovegoatspodcast. See you again next time. Bye for now.